Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good job there, uh, Eddie. I tell you, I couldn't, I could not sleep last night. I, I read some of the reports as uh, as we get ready to get going here on the fan this morning that Phil Jackson was going to be out. And then right around 5 o'clock this morning, uh, Stephon Bondi from the Daily News is basically confirming and saying that Phil Jackson is or has been fired by Jim Dolan with an announcement coming a little bit later on this morning. But we are here at the fan. Uh, last yesterday, we were at uh, Craigie's Golf Tournament up there at uh, Trump Briarcliff. Had an absolutely great day. And who was the foursome in front of me? Well, that was the Mohegan Sun guys and Mitchell Edison, those guys. And the aforementioned Wally Zerbiak and the, the bunch of cheaters that they were that they actually won the tournament. Uh, and speaking of Wally Zerbiak, he joins me this morning because Craigie couldn't wake up this morning because he... Uh, yeah, I don't know if he's lazy. Had too much fun at the. He uh, worked very hard. So Wally, good morning, my man. And uh, well, I'll tell you what, it's great to have you in studio here for the next two hours, breaking down everything that is New York Knicks. Uh, first of all, congratulations on your win yesterday. Thank you. And uh, I got to be honest, what a day! Had a great group. Guys were tremendous. The guys from Mohegan Sun. We had a real stick in our group. He could really play. I don't, I don't know what his handicap was. Plus four. Yeah, like or something. one. Yeah, no, plus four. Oh, plus four. Yeah, wow, yeah. something like that. Okay. And this kid's got a, had, a, had a few 63s in, on his resume, and he drove the ball 340, and that makes a difference in a scramble. Yeah, but driving the ball 340 Helps. in a scramble is Helps. ridiculous. But I will say this, Craigie did a great job yesterday, yes, and I know but before we get to the next, I just want to say Trump Briarcliff did a great job. They yeah. had heavy range yesterday. Uh, the place was fantastic shape. Everybody was great. We all had a great, great night. You and I got out of there late. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I, I wanted I to wait. Like, I wanted to let the traffic pass. And then right, I right. I think you and I were the, the, the guys who enjoyed themselves the most yesterday. Shop. We, we did close, close up, up shop. shop. And we were, we were talking about Phil Jackson yesterday. We were talking about the Knicks. And, you mm-hmm. know, you hate when you're around me and I start talking Knicks because my fan passion comes out. I love it. And my fan passion for the last two years has been saying this day couldn't get here fast enough because whatever is going on over there at the Garden, the dysfunction that Phil Jackson added to it, it was almost like dysfunction on steroids. And, I, and I've had enough of it. And I, and I would not go and watch a game anymore. Uh, and and now with everything that's gone on, you know the the potential trading of Porzingis, the unicorn, the problem between he and Carmelo Anthony, uh, they don't play defense. Some of the comments that he has made around the draft about how he thought his team played defense much better towards the end of the year, even though the score and the uh, the record didn't reflect it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what is this guy doing? And and I've been saying it for over a year, Wally, and you you work over there, and I know I worked over there for many yeah. years. Uh, I feel like Jim Dolan really wants to win, and he wants to uh, spend the money to win, and he'll he'll invest in anybody he possibly can to get this thing right on the on the basketball side of things. And yet, his decision making and the people that he's put into power over there now it's Phil Jackson. Before that, it was Isaiah Thomas. It has been an unmitigated disaster, and it's been going on now for about ten years. Yeah. And I and I watch what happened. I I what, I can't tell you that I'm surprised about what happens because nothing surprises me in the world of sports here in New York. But finally it happens, and uh, it, it, 
like I said, I, I think it's bad timing now because whoever comes in to take over, whether it be Steve Mills, who now has got to clean up mm-hmm. some of this mess, uh, is is behind the eight ball because free agency is going to start. Uh, they did not get their chance to make the pick in the draft. This is Phil's pick and Phil's picks, I should say. But maybe Dolan just had enough. Yeah, I, I think that has to be the case. And this goes to show you that with all the dysfunction with the players, it kind of shows that, you know, the players are running things over there. Well, you know, Carmelo <laughs> Anthony wins because yeah, they did not want to yeah. buy out the $54 million left on his contract. And you buy out Phil's 20 or whatever he 24 has million. So yeah. it's a lesser of two evils. There's yeah. no question about that. But – and, and – Finally, thankfully, uh, you know, now all of a sudden maybe whatever tension had been building over there over the last six months is finally out of the yes. building. Yes. And you're right. The players do win. Now, now, now the players got to play, though. Yeah, but now comes the next decision. Yeah. Uh, who is going to run the team? Who is going to – are we going to go down the path of Isaiah Thomas again? Because remember, Isaiah is now in the building, and he's run the Liberty. It's a totally different animal than the Knicks. <laughs> Uh, you know, they've had some success with him there, but I, I can't imagine that he would be bringing Isaiah Thomas back to run the Knicks. Listen, I love your passion as to who's running the team. I don't care who's running the team. Look at Cleveland. They don't care who's running the team. They're yeah, about but- to ch- hire Chauncey Billups. The players are the ones that are putting the ball in the basket out there. I was a former player. It's got The players got to look at themselves and say, hey, I got I got to play on the floor. That's what it's got to come down well, to. I, now, 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 I, I understand organizations win from the top down. I agree with you. Dolan wants to win. He spends money. He, he opens up his checkbooks. But the bottom line is, in basketball, one player, or maybe two players, can have a huge impact on the floor, and they can turn a franchise around. We saw, we've seen it with Cleveland with LeBron. We saw it with Durant in Oklahoma City. The bottom line is the Knicks have to get that transcendent player. They thought it was Carmelo Anthony. He used to be that player back in his prime, back in his 20s. When he got to the Knicks, he wasn't quite the same player, especially on the defensive end of the floor. And we're pointing fingers all over the place, but in basketball, almost more so than any sport, one or two players can completely make a difference. And unfortunately, the Knicks haven't had that Walt Frazier. They haven't had that Patrick Ewing in this generation since 2000. Well, you know, and the point being is that when you are Phil Jackson and you have Michael Jordan yeah. as your oh, yeah. as your best player, now all of a sudden you're a great Pippen coach. Scottie Pippen and Shaq and, yeah, but, and, and but Kobe back, Bryant, that makes you back, look a lot smarter. I know, now but this, it, goes, it goes back years and years and years. It goes back to Magic Johnson. It goes to yeah. Larry Bird. It right. goes to Patrick Ewing. When you have that super stud, the Tim Duncans of the world, mm-hmm. that show up every day, that yep. want to practice every day, that yep. want to go out there and compete every day, it makes the coach's job in the NBA a hell of a lot easier. I, no I call the NBA an entitlement league. Mm-hmm. Because they're guaranteed contracts. Uh, if they go and trade Carmel, uh, he gets another six million dollars on top of the twenty-four million dollars or whatever the hell he's making. Which yeah, is that trade kicker is mind-boggling. I right. had that in my contract. You did when I got traded, and you couldn't wait to get traded. <laughs> I mean, I understand no. you guys are like entitled. Trade me, I get, get more money. I don't care. Plus, they probably pay for you moving by it's your house. The, yeah, they do. <laughs> they pay for you moving. It's a lot of heartache. It's tough moving your family. Yeah, and yeah, your kids. yeah. Plus, you get a little it's extra kicker in the yeah, back exactly. end. But his kicker is six million. Yeah, I mean that, that's that's a, that's, a, that's a kicker that I would I would more and the team trading for you pays that, that the team trading for you pays that that's what I'm saying yeah. so so the incentive is not to acquire somebody mm-hmm. like Carmelo Anthony because it's tied to the amount the maximum amount of the contract exactly so if he was making ten million dollars kicker wouldn't be as much as it is it, well it, it depends like my trade kicker was. I think it was 10 or 15% on the one year that I was getting paid that year. It wasn't on the whole rest of the contract. Now, it's different now, for different players. Right, Carmelo Anthony's with the bird rights and all that other stuff might right? be 
you know, the remainder of the contract, whatever is twenty four million, ten or fifteen percent. I, I, I heard it goes from you know twenty four million to thirty million. Right. So instead of making fifty million, yes. he's going to make there sixty million. Yeah, total. exactly. So that's, you know, and that, so that's the incentive is not to trade him; it's to keep him because no. And everybody out there knew that between Carmelo and Phil. That this was not going to work. No. And why would you trade for somebody? They that were you going know? at each other, and right. this, this this shows that Carmelo Anthony kind of outlasted Phil, and that's kind of the message that's being. Well, Carmelo sent here. Anthony now has outlasted four GMs and four coaches. There you go. I mean, it's unbelievable, that's and right. I'm not saying that he's the the 100 reason why all these guys have come and left. I know it's because D'Antoni decided I can't do this, mm-hmm. so he was the first one that realized I got to get out of here. Yeah, uh, because I can't coach uh, Carmelo because right. he's he is not. And look, he was coach of the year, right. just At the NBA, well, Awards he has Harden. You know, he has Harden who wants to go out there and score right. 35 points and every wants, night, and makes Harden makes a lot of his teammates better. And Harden's perfect for the D'Antoni system. D'Antoni right. needs a great point guard, and Harden is a great point guard. And there you go, coach of the year. And he had an interesting statement that he made uh, up at the podium, thanking the New York <laughs> New York media for uh, vo- helping vote him get that award, which is amazing when you it think is. about it. It is, and it goes and it, and it speaks to the dysfunction because that was prior to when Phil Jackson got mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Remember, you know, it was that that was Jim Dolan telling Donnie. Walsh, trade half your team and right. get a star in here because this is Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. We want Carmelo to come back. You remember, I'm coming home yep. I'm, and all that nonsense. I'm selling seats. Right, selling, selling seats, seats and I got a star to build around and everything else. But he picked the wrong star, unfortunately. And and now today is a day that I think some of the pressure is alleviated, but more questions now are on the horizon as to who is going to be running the yeah. Knicks and whether it is, <laughs> dare I say it, Isaiah Thomas. I don't know what direction that goes. I, I listen. I, I I don't want to speculate. I couldn't see that. I mean, it was a disastrous. You know, yeah, when he ran the team before, I I don't know why Dolan would go in that direction. But who knows? You know, maybe and you know things can be amended on that end. But you know, it's got to come down to the guys in that locker room have to look at themselves and say, listen. We got to bring it. We got to play. We got to win games. That's the that's what this league's all about. That's what being a player is. That's what you're paid to do. Yeah, but, right, but how you do you can't do that? tell me that last year when Phil assembled this roster that everyone didn't think, me included, you included, that this team wouldn't be in the playoffs. The fact that they completely imploded this season, it's got to come down to one: the coach couldn't get these guys to play to their potential. Now, whether or not. You can make an excuse that Phil was in there trying to implement his triangle system. The players didn't like that system. The game is different now. Whatever. With that roster, you could play. You, you could not run a play, and you should be able to, I think, make the playoffs. Well, the the interesting thing was that uh, you know um, Derek Rose comes out and basically says, "I've never played in a system. I just play basketball." I, I don't know what that means. I never but, uh, wanted to run a play. I just wanted to play basketball. Nowadays, Golden State Warriors, they don't really run plays. They just move the ball. They shoot. They have players. That's how you play summer league basketball. That's how you play AAU basketball. Now, AAU basketball doesn't exactly translate to the most fundamentals and the most skills with the way some guys are coming into the league and playing. But it shouldn't matter. If you're a player, you just want to go out there and play. You take you, you take onus on the defensive end to follow a scheme that the coaches are running to defend and stop people, and that was the problem with the Knicks team last year. You know they just couldn't stop anyone. So it's going to be interesting to see what direction they go. I, I you know I, I thought Phil did a good job in the draft. I liked Neely Kina. I, I thought they were moving in a kind of triangle direction, <laughs> but obviously I was completely wrong, yeah. and I have to admit that. And now they're going maybe in a different direction, but hopefully. That draft pick works out, 
And, you know, maybe Steve Mills was a little bit involved in helping with that pick because I know Steve Mills was really scouting him heavily and he was spending a lot of time overseas, you know, making sure that they made the correct pick in this draft. And look, the Porzingis draft, that was the right pick. That was a good well, pick. Well, I mean, you know, you could have picked that. Yeah, I it fell right that. into their lap. It fell right into it their did, lap. You no know, the, the, and I remember talking to Craig before that draft and before they was decided where they were going to pick. I was like, man, I hope they get picked. I hope they pick fourth because mm-hmm. the pick will be made for them. Yeah. Right. Any any of the uh, previous three picks? Now they got to make a decision. Yeah, D'Angelo Russell was the real right. botch up job in that one. Number two. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> but you know, the maybe the Brooklyn Brooklyn uh, Nets yeah, will catch we'll a break and he'll maybe, find his maybe game. Maybe Kenny here. Atkinson can reinvigorate. Yeah, you know, and, and you hear the voice of uh, Wally Zerbiak. Craig is out today, so this is going to be a lot about basketball here. The first uh, couple hours, the, the, the Yankees lost last night, just a heartbreaking loss. I went to bed; they were winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler Clippard somehow gets out of uh, the eighth inning jam that he gets put into uh, by the Yankees and, the, and the, their previous relief pitcher, but he finds a way to get out out of it, and they end up losing with Dylan Patances on the mound, which is not what you expect if you're a Yankee fan. And then, of course, the Mets go and they play the Marlins and lose. So uh, my that, Mets, I'm like you, my Mets. That's yeah, yeah, depressing. my Mets. I can't, it is depressing, but there's no question about it. But the story of the day right now is Phil Jack. And uh, dis- the uh, dysfunction that he leaves behind. Let me ask you this: You've been covering this team with Alan Hahn. You guys do a great job over there at MSG. I mean, internally, you you've got to you as a former player have to understand that behind the scenes there was a lot of this crap going on. Mm-hmm. But I guess you really can't talk about it uh, openly. But now you can, in a sense that I mean, Phil Jackson is just got to despise Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. Uh, and and vice versa too, by the way. Yeah, well, uh, with Phil Jackson has not pulled any punches with Carmelo Anthony, and for him to treat a so-called superstar and possible future future Hall of Famer and say the things he said, normally that stuff is kept in house. I remember my coach um, uh, Flip Saunders, you know, rest in peace. He always said. I'm not airing any of my dirty laundry out to the media. Most That's coaches just, are like that. Most coaches treat their players where they want to keep everything in-house. Phil does it a different way. I remember Phil did it with Phil, with uh, Kobe Bryant. Sometimes he did it with Shaquille O'Neal. He but felt he's like not that coaching here. But he is not coaching here. That's true. He, he's running the franchise. He's hired a coach. He's He's got a couple buddies and that are running around. And the New York around. media is different than even the L.A. media, than right. the Chicago media. It's a different storm. But, I, really think, but, I, but I think guys you know, that cover the team on a daily basis, whether it be Isola or Berman or anybody, else, they knew that there was a rift between star player yeah. and the guy who's running the team who has 11 rings yeah. who's not a ba- uh, bashful about telling you that. Why was there a rift, though? Because the team didn't win. There wasn't a rift right when right when Phil Jackson got here. He signed Carmelo Anthony. He gave him the no-trade clause. He thought that he could win with him. He tried to assemble players around him. It just didn't work on the floor because the players couldn't deliver wins on the floor. The one thing I'll give Carmelo Anthony credit for is the way he's treated Porzingis. I've said this all along. I wish KG would have treated me like that as a rookie, the way Carmelo Anthony treated Porzingis. He took him under his wing. He helped protect him. He helped teach him the ways of the NBA. (laughs) And I think Porzingis flourished big time on the floor as a rookie because Carmelo Anthony was really behind him. Okay, so that was as a rookie. Now, uh, after his second year, is it a big deal, uh, as big a deal as everybody's made, that he missed his exit uh, yeah. interview? Is yeah. That, that's a big deal. Huge deal. So by him missing the exit interview, in your eyes, what is Porzingis saying about the Knicks? So what does that mean 
to the people who were following the Knicks. Well, it means that Porzingis is aligning himself with Carmelo Anthony. He doesn't agree with a lot of the stuff that Phil Jackson was saying about the team and Carmelo Anthony and putting him on the trading block right around the trade deadline last year. I think that's that's pretty much what that message says. Whether or not that came from Porzingis or whether that came from his representation, his agent, his brother, you know, uh, who, who knows? You know, that's that's still to be speculated. I mean, it's a kid. On. This kid is a 20-year-old kid. Yeah, he's a 20-year-old and he, kid. And he's a European kid. And he's and in a tough has market. That, and this kid has that kind of power? Well, obviously his representation thinks he has that kind of power, and right. they use that card. And when now Phil Jackson, it looks like possibly is out. It looks like with all reports. No, not possibly. Uh, the, the Daily News is saying he's going to be fired. There Stephon Bondi, basically 5 o'clock this morning, Put up online saying that Phil Jackson will be fired or okay. has been fired. There you go. Well, then the news is out, and um, you know that shows that obviously Porzingis does have a lot of power. Carmelo Anthony does do have a lot of power, and it's no secret that's how it's been in the NBA for a long time. Is it, is it the your players it, run the show? Right, exactly. Do you believe that uh, that Carmelo Anthony will remain in Nick the final two years of his contract? I think so. All right. Do you believe that Jeff Hornacek will stay here as coach now? I think so. So they'll they'll stay and who is who is on the horizon? Give me somebody in the NBA that maybe is a little bit under the radar that would be a guy that should come in here and run this team. Like Sean Marks, I thought was maybe like the, David Griffin. Really? Where where's from from where, Cleveland? Cleveland. He just left Cleveland. Oh, the general manager just got fired. Just got fired. Right? Co- yeah. What about that name? I don't, I, I don't know. You I tell don't know. Me. I'm just uh, you know I, I the guy did a great job with Cleveland. I don't know why Cleveland got rid of him. I mean, come on. The guys made three straight finals. They won a championship last year. And then LeBron also came out and said, hey, what's the one sh- didn't want you yeah, around no, there, right? They were shot away from Kyle Korver making that shot in game three from it being a real series in the NBA finals. I mean, this is the crazy thing about the NBA and professional sports. You're basically up two with 40 seconds left. You got one of the best three-point shooters of all time, gets an open corner three, misses it. They, if he makes that, they win that game. He misses the shot. Durant makes the three. Down 3-0. David Gri- uh, it's, the, the NBA is just crazy to me. It really is. So there's a name that maybe James Dolan should should consider. He's had a lot of success. I think he wants to prove that, that he could do it without LeBron. Without LeBron, exactly. So Steve Mills is, is well-respected in this business. He knows exactly what he's doing. I'm sure Phil was leaning on Steve Mills quite a bit. So... If you I always had, think like Steve Mills is the forgotten guy around here. Yeah, and I mean, he you know, he's been around exactly for a long he's time. Doing. He's been a, like a right hand man to Jim Dolan, but right. yet it doesn't seem like he ever has the ability to make a decision for whatever reason. Well, you I don't, don't know, know that for is. sure. I mean, you it, just because he's not the guy that is on the headlines that when decisions don't work out, the pink finger doesn't get pointed. Yeah, at but him. when, when you they go from do Donnie out, Walsh to Phil Jackson, right. right, and and Steve Mills is the loyal lieutenant underneath mm-hmm. both of those guys, you wonder why doesn't he get a shot? Or yeah. I, I, I don't even know if he deserves a shot. I have no idea. I'm not, yeah. my, all I know is that what I have seen— That's a determination that, Phil, that James Dolan has to make. Right. All I know is that what I have seen since Phil Jackson has gotten here has been an unmitigated disaster, and I think everybody realizes that. Yeah. Listen, uh, with the New York media, there's no question that it's created swirling headlines and I, I just look at what he did with the roster last year I thought he did a good job you know whether that was Phil Jackson Steve Mills Allen Houston all those guys coming together putting that team together once that team came together just the the, the stuff you heard coming out of you know the locker room the dysfunction between what maybe just Jeff Hornacek wanted to run on yeah. the floor what the players wanted to run on the floor what Phil Jackson wanted them to run on the floor 
That's my only issue I with wish what I Phil Jackson did. I wish I could be with uh, Jeff Hornacek this morning just to say how he feels. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.